Uh, just stay standing for a moment, if you would, and I want to look in Genesis chapter 1, and we'll notice something in verse uh, 28. This is right after God, hallelujah, breathed into man the breath of life. And in Genesis chapter 1, 28, God reveals His plan for mankind. Our Father is a Father of the blessing. Say it with me. My Father father is the Father, is the the God God from whom all blessing blessing flows. flows. Now let's read verse 28 together. Ready? Read. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the face of the earth. Father, thank you for giving me utterance today. Thank you for turning the lights on for every one of us. Help us to see what we have not seen. Help us to hear what we have not heard. And Lord, for those things that we know, may the seed be watered by the word of life today. And we give you praise and honor for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. So from the beginning, God's intention was clear. That His man, that His people would be daily blessed. That we would be daily healthy. And that we would be provided for daily. You know, God spoke some things to Abraham. And I want you to notice in Genesis 12, verses 1 and 2. And I'm going to read it from the Amplified. It says, Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abram, Go for yourself for your own advantage. I want you to notice that particularly today. When the Lord gives us direction, it is always for our advantage. Now sometimes we don't always understand why the Lord is doing something or how He's going to get something to us. But we know that if we're willing and obedient, ultimately it will be advantageous. So he says now to Abraham, go for yourself, for your own advantage, away from your country. How many of you know you got to get away from some things before that God's advantage can show up in your life? I know for me, when I first got saved, I had to get away from certain people. Because certain people were people that were bringing my life down before I was born again. You see, to go back to some of the same places that you used to go to before you were born again is not to your advantage. It will not contribute to your life in Christ Jesus. So God is saying to Abraham, He says, now I want you to get away from your country, from your relatives, from your father's house, I think it's interesting, to a land that I'm not going to show you right now, but if you'll take the first step, I'll show you what that land is. How many of you know that you got to be willing to take the first step? That's why our walk with Christ is a walk of faith. That's why he said in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Psalms 27 says that the steps of a good man, what are they? They are ordered of the Lord. The word ordered there is a military word. 
our commander in chief orders our steps. And sometimes before you know what the next step is, you got to take the first step. Amen. And so he says to Abraham, I want you to do this to a land that I will show you. It takes trust to do that. It takes faith to do that. Now notice with me in verse 2. And I will make of you a small nation. No, our great God had great things in store for Abraham. And our great God has great things in store for you. He says this in Ephesians 2.10, I have the good life preordained for you. I've given you the path for you to walk in. And so I will make of you a great nation. Now notice this word again. And I will what? I will what? I will bless you. The word bless there, one of the definitions of bless is I will empower you. Well, what will you empower me to do? God says, Abraham, I will bless you. I will empower you to prosper. I will bless you with an abundant increase of favors. Man, I like that. And I will make your name famous and distinguished. Notice he doesn't say anything about Abraham blessing himself. He doesn't say anything about Abraham bringing an abundance of increase into his life. He says, all you've got to do, Abraham, is obey me and watch what I will do. I'll make of you a great nation. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. And I, El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough, am going to make your name famous and distinguished. Now notice, and, everyone say and. Let's read the rest together. And you will be a blessing, dispensing good to others. Did you know that once you have been blessed, you can then be a blessing? And what does it mean to be a blessing? According to the word of God, it means that you begin to dispense good to others. It is impossible for me and you to dispense good to others unless we have good to dispense. It's impossible for me to show you a favor unless I have been favored. And so we understand that the first progression in walking in the blessing is to open our hearts and say, Lord, I may not deserve it, I may not understand it, but Lord, I receive the blessing of God upon my life. And as I am blessed, I am going to be a blessing. I am going to dispense good to other people. Now understand this, that being a blessing and dispensing good to others is not always in the material realm. It does include that. But you can do good to your neighbor by baking him a cake. You can do good to your coworker by just smiling at them or bringing a good word of encouragement to them. You see, because we are so highly favored and we are so highly blessed, it ought to be our intention. I just can't wait to wake up in the morning to see who I can dispense good to. 
Amen? Well, I think that's what Christianity is all about, don't you? We are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. So let your light shine. Go out and be a do-gooder. Go out there and be a blessing. My spiritual father always used to pray this, and I like to pray it myself. Lord, make me a blessing. Lord, make me a blessing today. Let's pray that right now. Say it with me. Lord, make me a blessing this day. May I dispense good to other people around me. And so as you track the blessing, you will see the blessing all throughout the Old Covenant. You will see the blessing in the New Covenant. Now, Satan is a thief. And he comes to rob and to steal steal and to destroy. And temporarily, he robbed mankind of this blessing. But oh, thank God it was only temporary. Because Jesus Christ annihilated him in his own backyard and arose, as we've been saying, over death, hell, and the grave victoriously. And then he says, I've come that you might have the good life. And that you might have it more abundantly. Amen. The good life is not the redundant life. The good life is not the boring life. The good life is the abundant life. Amen. Amen. Now, let's look over at Galatians chapter 3. Galatians, the third chapter, and let's start in verse 9. And then we'll move over to verse 13. Galatians 3, verse 9. Open your heart and receive this today, guys. God loves you. He's on your side. He's for you. He's not again you. And the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Now notice in Galatians 3, verse 9. Read it with me if you would, please. So then, they which be of faith are blessed. Let me ask you a question today. Are you of faith? Do you have faith in Jesus Christ? Has he not imparted to you the God kind of faith? Has he not given every one of us in this place today the measure of mountain moving faith? He absolutely has. So when he says then, then they which be of faith, we ought to raise our hands and say, you know what? That be me. I am of faith. Well, what about those that are of faith? So then they which be of faith, they are blessed. There's that word again. Say it with me. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. blessed. Now notice, with faithful Abraham. Now it's interesting Not only does God call Abram and Abraham the friend of God, but he also calls Abraham faithful Abraham. Man, isn't that a good testimony? Wouldn't you want to be known as faithful Jim? Or faithful Sarah? Or faithful Mark? Hallelujah! Faithful. So faithfulness is a key then to receiving and flowing in the blessing. Because it says, so then they which be of faith, they are blessed with 
faithful Abraham. He didn't just say they're blessed with Abraham. They're blessed with faithful Abraham, which says to me that Abraham would not have been blessed unless Abraham was faithful. Amen? Now look at verse 13. And notice verse 14 as well. Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing has... Has is a past tense word. Not going to, but Christ has already redeemed you and me from what? The curse of the law. Having been made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14, I want you to read that now. Go ahead. Verse 14. So there's that word again. The what? The blessing. The blessing of Abraham. Remember the blessing of Abraham was that you would be blessed to your advantage as you do my word. I will increase you with abundance of favors. I will make your name famous. You'll be blessed coming in and blessed going out. I will do for you what you could never do for yourself. And so that same blessing comes upon you and I, not through what we do, but through what He's done. This is not of works. There are some conditions, like we've been talking about, to be recipients and to position ourselves to walk in the blessing, but it is through Jesus Christ. And it is through His finished work. That you're blessed. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now, did you wear your shouting clothes at 9.46 a.m. at 2400 Esperian Boulevard? Look at verse 29 of Galatians 3. Glory to God. It says, and if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and you are an heir according to the promise. Man, it don't get any better than that. If you be Christ, how many of you are Christ? How many of you belong to Christ? Oh, that's a hundred percent of us. If you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seeds and you are an heir according to the promise. That is so good. Let's just lift up our hands and thank him right now. Father, we thank you that we are heirs according to the promise. That we are blessed. Blessed, blessed, blessed. Blessed, blessed, blessed. Look at now at Psalm 115. And I want us to go through some scriptures. We're going to look at this blessing today. Is that okay with you? Yeah. And then in a, in a few moments we're going to receive communion. With the mindset. With the fresh revelation of the blessing upon our life. Psalm 115 verses 12 through 15 says this. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Psalm 115. I think it's Psalm 115 verses 12 through 15. He said, He will bless them that fear the Lord 
both small and great. Now, again, here's another key. Here's another ingredient to walking in the blessing is to fear the Lord. Fear the Lord. Now, when the Bible talks about fearing the Lord, it does not mean being afraid of Him. Amen? It does not mean like, you know, like, you know, fear would grip you. Oh, it's the Lord. No, fear is a reverential fear of the Lord. It's reverencing Him. And so He blesses those that fear Him, both small and great. Verse 14. The Lord will increase you more and more, you and your children. Now, notice that we're running in and we're bumping into a lot of the same words in this lesson today. Increase, a favor, blessing. And the Lord will increase you. You don't have to increase yourself. The Lord's going to do it. More and more, you and your children. Verse 15. You are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. So the moment that you are born again, God confers, we could say it this way, that God announces and God confers His blessing upon you. When God announces His blessing upon you, or when God confers it upon you, the word confer means it's used particularly to express a grant of favors, benefits, and privileges to be enjoyed, which are to be permanent, to confer on one the privileges of a citizen. To confer on one the privileges of a citizen. I thank God that you and I are part of the kingdom of God. You know, we may live in the United States of America and naturally we may be citizens of the USA, but we belong to a higher kingdom, a higher place in Christ Jesus. And so God confers and God announces His blessing upon all of us. I love Psalms 3.8. Says, it says, salvation belongs to the Lord the blessing is upon thy people. The blessing is up on you. We ought to wake up in the morning with the understanding that the blessing is upon me today. The blessing of the Lord, it is up on me. Look at Psalm 68, verse 19. You know what's happening today, right now, is the Word of God has a pounding effect. And as you're open to the Word of God, faith comes. In Psalm 68 and verse 19, it says, Blessed be the Lord God, who daily loads us with what? Daily loads us with blessings. Daily loads us with favors. He loads us daily with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Daily loaded. Blessed daily. How you doing, Pastor Mark? I'm loaded. What are you loaded with? Alcohol, drugs? No, I'm loaded with a blessing. Woo, daily loaded. Loaded daily. We get loaded up so much with the blessings of God that we just got to give it to somebody else. Say it with me now. Real strong. I know it's early, but say it with me strong. Blessed be the Lord my God. Blessed be the Lord my God. He daily... 
loads me with benefits. So expect the blessing of the Lord to come upon you daily. Expect His goodness to show up in your life every day. Look for it. Expect it. And don't minimize this blessing and being daily loaded with blessings just to the material realm. Man, you get up in the morning, you feel good. You know what that is? That's God blessing you daily. Give us this day our daily health. You sit down and have a cup of coffee, a piece of toast, a little cereal. You understand? Glory to God. That's God providing for you. That's being blessed daily. You go out into your automobile, you turn the key, and it starts. That's being blessed daily. You use your little automatic thing to open up your garage. You know what I'm saying? You head out on the street. You don't get in an accident. That's being loaded daily. Glory to God. His angels having given charge over you is being blessed daily. The air I breathe. Glory to God. The treadmill I walk on. It's being blessed daily. Yeah, but my right heart, my right finger hurts. How about your left one? No, it's okay. You're blessed. You're blessed. Learn to be thankful for the blessing you already have. People are struggling trying to get other blessings in their life. No, be thankful for what you have. And as you have gratitude for what you have, more will be added to you. Amen. How many of you were able to pay your rent last month? You're blessed. Hallelujah. Gets a little cold at night sometimes, you know. Not nearly as cold as it does in Minneapolis where I grew up. But, you know, it gets a little cold and, and uh, your heat comes on. That's being blessed daily. Hallelujah. So blessed be the Lord God who daily loads us. Say it with me. Bless God, I'm loaded. Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> loaded daily. You're filled with the Spirit. He'll load you up every day with the Holy Ghost. Daily loaded. Is that you, Raul? You look loaded already. I mean, it's early in the morning. You're already a big old smile on your face. Loaded. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Not loaded with demons and devils like we used to be. Not loaded with the cares and the anxiety of this age. Beloaded with peace. Woo, thank you, Lord. A peace that passeth all understanding. Hallelujah. A joy that the world knows nothing about. The joy that the world can't take away. I'm loaded with joy. I'm loaded with peace. Amen. That's God being good to you. That's the blessing of the Lord upon your life and my life. Amen. You may not have been born with a silver spoon in your mouth. But you're a child of God. You're an heir of God. You're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. And you are highly favored and he has conferred his blessing upon you. Now in the United States, uh, we have elections. So President Obama was elected the president for the next four years. And then what President Obama does is he elects the cabinet. 
Okay, the elections. We're more of an electoral society. But you go over to England, you go over to other places like that, it's different. There's not really elections per se, but royal titles are conferred. Royal titles are conferred conferred in the royal family. For example, Prince William married Kate Middleton in, in 2011. A title was conferred upon her, the Duchess of Cambridge. So she married into royalty, and now she's entitled to certain rights and privileges of that kingdom. You and I have been born into the royal family of God. But not only have we been born into the royal family of God, we are also married to the Lord. We are the bride of Christ. And now as part of the royal family and the royal kingdom, we have royal rights and royal privileges in Christ Jesus. I don't know whether I've introduced you or not, but my name is King Marcos. We have a gentleman that sits on the front row oftentimes. His name is George Amaral. I like to call him King George. I have a daughter-in-law whose name is Esther. We could say she's Queen Esther. I have a little granddaughter. Her name is Queen Olivia. Princess Olivia. Begin to see yourself the way that God sees you. As royalty. As a king. And as a priest unto him. Now divine favor. Say this with me. Divine favor. Is the mark. Of a privileged life. I want us for the next few moments to do a little favor refresher. Let me give you a little favor refresher. Turn with me to Psalms 5, verse 12. Psalms 5, verse 12. A favor refresher. Remember 2012 was the year of fog? The favor of God. Well, it hasn't changed. Every day is a blessing day. Every day is a favor day. In Psalms 5.12, he says, For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou surround him as with a shield. The Amplified says, As with a shield you will surround him with goodwill, pleasure, and favor. The word surround means to encircle, to encompass, or to protect. So the favor of God will not only preserve you, but it will protect you. How many of you know that we need the favor of God on us to surround us every day as with a shield? And so we see that favor encompasses us. It surrounds us. In Job chapter 10 verse 12, that favor has been granted to us. Job 10 12 says, Thou hast granted me life and favor, and thy visitation has preserved my spirit. The word granted there means bestowed upon you just like a gift was given to you. Now look at Psalms 30, verse 5 in the Amplified Version. Say it with me. We're getting a favor refresher this day. Psalm 30, verse 5 in the Amplified says this. His anger is but for a moment. Aren't you glad? But his favor is for a lifetime. Say this with me. His favor favor. 
is for my entire life. Throughout all eternity. It says His favor is for a lifetime. Or in His favor there is life. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy. Joy does what? Joy comes in the morning. Listen to this statement. I can't improve on it. So I'm just going to say it like it is. Favor gets you and me to places we could not get to by ourselves. The favor of God gives us an advantage for success. The word favor simply means to support, to endorse, to assist, to make easier, to provide with advantages, and to show special privileges. That's part of the blessing upon your life. One person said it this way, favor, it opens doors, creates opportunities, turns adversaries into allies, accelerates progress, brings great blessings. Favor is the birthright of every believer. The blessing is upon His people. The blessing is upon your life this morning. Favor. Do you know that we're sitting today in a building because of God's blessing on you and His blessing upon me? This place used to be a place where God's name was taken in vain. Now it's a place where God's name is praised. This place used to belong to the devil. Now it belongs to the kingdom of God. And one thing the enemy does not like giving up is land. He does not like giving up land. That's why it's so difficult sometimes when you get into the heat of a battle where you're trying to purchase a home, okay? Maybe for the first time or maybe sell a home and and move into a different home. The enemy doesn't like that. That's why you need to take your dominion over the devil. First and foremost, just bind him up and just tell him, look, Mr. Devil... You're under my feet. I'm blessed of the Lord. And the goodness of God is going before me in this situation. So I take dominion over you and I hold you bound in this situation in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen? Amen. See, God's got the right timing for you. And God's got the right place for you. And if you'll just put your trust in Him and not worry about it, And cast your care over on Him. He will see to it that you get into your wealthy place. We serve a good God. And you know what? He can connect you with the right people at the right time. Now what our part in this is this. Is our part is to continuously say, I'm always in the right place at the right time. I'm always in the right place at the right time. Say that with me. I am always always in the right place place at the right time. time. So what does that mean then? That means that when doors of opportunity come your way, you'll be able to recognize them. But not only recognize them, you'll be able to get connected with them and walk right through the door. Listen, we serve a good God. And only He can open doors that no man can shut. And only He can shut doors that no man can open. Don't you know that when you're connected with Him, you're connected with someone in the highest place of the whole universe? And so, 
When you position yourself and begin to say what God's Word says concerning favor upon your life, that you're always in the right place at the right time, He, by His Spirit, will lead you. He will order your steps. He will see to it that you meet the right person. He will see to it that you are absolutely where you should be. Amen? And so, they which believe do enter into rest. They do not worry about their future. But they're hooked up with Him. His yoke is easy and His burden is light. Listen, friend, when you're in the right place at the right time, that not only includes you being blessed with opportunities for homes and opportunities for jobs and opportunity for supernatural relationships, but when you declare that you're in the right place at the right time, that means that there is a bubble of protection around you. Amen. Amen. You know, a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it doesn't have to come near you. That's why I like to say the safest place for you and I to be is in the center of God's will. You know, I think of our good friend Keith Hershey who goes to Beirut, Lebanon and does the Kingdom Fiesta every year. They just got back. And uh, they have a lot of Syrian refugees coming over there. Well, you know, there's different sects and there's different uh, areas of, of the Islam religion and they all don't get along. But so he's, he's in the smack dab in the center of the war-torn part of the city in Beirut, Lebanon. And he's the safest of the safe. Why? Because he's living his life under the shadow of El Shaddai, the Most High, who gives his angels charge over him. So you can walk in the midst of a very dangerous area and be the safest of the safe if you're led to be there and you're in the right place at the right time. That's awesome. Well, somebody says, you know, if I just, uh, and I know we're regressing a little bit, we're running out of time here, but, uh, you know, people say, well, you know, if I could just live in a gated community, then I'd be safe. Now, there's nothing wrong with, with having protection and having, you know, alarm systems and so forth. The Bible says, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But ultimately, God is your protector. God is the one that's going to keep your children. Well, if I keep my children out of public schools, then I just, you know, my children will be safe then. Not necessarily. Why? Because we live in a media, (laughs) a media-saturated society. And there are evil influences that can get your kids one way or the other. So you don't need to be operating and functioning in fear, thinking that if you do this, then that won't happen. No. If you're in the perfect will of God, and you are declaring the blood of Jesus over your loved ones, and if you're applying the name above every name, your children are going to be all right. Look, I've been in this for over 35 years. We didn't start ministry when we came in 1982. And I've seen kids go to public schools And I've seen them just rebel and live their lives full of hell. But I've also seen homeschooled children just like that. So it's not a question of public school or homeschool. It's a question is, are you obeying the Lord? And are you functioning in the Spirit? And are you in the right place at the right time? And are you in trust? And are you in faith? Look with me at one more scripture. Romans chapter 5. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing His favor coming your way. 
The favor of God's coming my way. The favor of God's coming my way every day. Because I'm living in, I'm walking in, I'm talking in the blessing of Abraham. Oh, I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. Abraham's blessings are mine. And I'm a dispenser of good to other people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how do we access this favor? How do we access this grace? How do we access this blessing? Romans 5, 2. I'm glad you asked that. Believe it. Expect it. Confess it. In Romans 5, 2 says, Through Him also we have our access, our entrance, our introduction by faith into this grace, this state of God's favor, in which we firmly and safely stand and... Let us rejoice and exalt in our hope, experiencing and enjoying the glory of God. Woo, glory. Well, I've got about a tenth out what's in my spirit, but it's a good start. Hallelujah. Let's all stand to our feet and let's make some favor, blessing declarations over our lives. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I've seen in your word that the blessing is the will of God for my life. Regardless of my circumstances, regardless of where I grew up, regardless of how I feel, I put my stake of faith in the ground today and I say that I am blessed. I am blessed and I will dispense blessing to others. The favor of God goes before me. And it opens great doors for me. Thank you, Lord. You said in your word that the blessing of the Lord is up on your people. So I believe it. I receive it. And I say it. That the blessing of God is upon me. Amen.